0: Hi, everyone. Dave Stehoviak back here with the second lesson in this week's audio course on how to delegate better. A reminder that applications are now open to the Coaching for Leaders Academy through this Friday, September 9th. The Academy is an intimate cohort of six to seven leaders who work personally with me to accelerate their leadership development and organizational results You can find details at coachingforleaders.com/academy. And if you want to access this free audio course permanently after it disappears off the apps, just set up your free membership at coachingforleaders.com. Now on to the second lesson, which is defining done. I mentioned in the first lesson that a critical competency in management is answering the question of complexity. In order to answer that question, it's critical that you're able to define the work and that it's clear to everyone what it is that's supposed to be done. I love Bonnie's term for this, defining done. Sadly, defining done is a struggle for many managers. I've lost count of the number of times over the years when someone has expressed frustration that their manager or organization hasn't done an effective job of making it clear What success is supposed to look like with a project or a statement of work or their role as a whole. I have no idea what our management really wants on this, is a phrase I've heard so many versions of from professionals at every level, even some from the most senior executives. Defining done starts with you, by yourself, getting clear on what done actually means for anything that you're planning to delegate. I mentioned in the first lesson that when you start delegating better, it's often worse before it does get better. That's because good delegation starts with you, not with the person or persons you're delegating to. And this means first defining what done looks like before you ever talk with them. This is a miss that I see leaders make often. They understand and appreciate that they have to define the work With the people they're delegating to, but they attempt to think this through in the moment when they're meeting with someone instead of defining this in advance. I totally get where that comes from, trying to save time. I've attempted it myself before. And it's hard to figure out while you're delegating to someone what it is you're going to say. If you haven't spent time in advance thinking about what done really looks like, you're inevitably going to jump around a bunch. Change your mind on a few things as you start talking it through with someone. I've seen people walk out of delegation meetings with their manager more confused than when they walked in, because the manager went in so many different directions while trying to define what done looked like. Managers sometimes think that healthy discussion here is really useful. But actually, what most employees are looking for is, first, clarity on what done actually is. The healthy discussion and negotiation comes after you've defined what done is. A big part of the job of management is to define the work and to define what it means when the work is done. Start there and make sure that that's clear before you bring other people in. This, of course, begs the question, what does defining done look like? Well, there are three key aspects of work that you should have substantially defined in advance before you ever get into a conversation to delegate. Those three are time, cost, and quality. At the end of the day, almost any definition of success comes down to clarity on these three things. Clarity on these will help both you and the other party define what done is. Let's start with time. The most obvious thing here to define is the time frame that the person has to complete the work, as in, what's the deadline? That's usually the thing people don't miss. After all, most of our organizations don't work without some kind of deadline system. The miss when defining time is in establishing milestones along the way. This is really important, especially if the work being assigned is over a long period of time, has a high level of visibility for the organization, or if the person you're delegating to doesn't have that much experience doing this particular kind of work. So yes, establish a deadline and also define a few key milestones along the way that are going to help every party ensure that they're on track. We're going to come back to the usefulness of milestones in the next lesson. Once you know timeline, it's also important to be clear on the cost of the work. The easiest and most apparent thing to define here is how much budget does a person have to work with, but that might be just one part of cost. Occasionally, a manager will say to me, well, there's not really a budget tied to this project. I'm just assigning work. And I get that there's not always literally a monetary amount tied to everything, but ultimately, there's always a cost. And you help employees and yourself do a better job at managing resources if you can define that cost better upfront. Staff time is cost. In fact, for most organizations, staff time is the biggest cost. If your employee needs two weeks to work on a project, that's two weeks they can't be doing other things. So that's pretty critical to define upfront. So are the resources that they may need, equipment, Facilities, technology, training time, input from other people in the organization. That's all part of the cost and important to define as best as possible up front so you have a realistic estimate of what the work involves. And finally, critical to define quality. Some quality standards may at first seem obvious, especially to you. I've heard managers say, well, people should know what our quality standards are. And that may be true if you've delegated the same kind of work to someone many times before. Yeah, of course, you're not going to go through all the steps then in that detail. But a lot of the time, I find that what seems obvious in the manager's mind isn't at all obvious to the person who's never had this work delegated to them before. So help the other party understand how quality will be measured. What metrics... Has the organization already outlined for this kind of work? What's a non-negotiable, and what are some of the things that are nice to have? What's the outcome that their work should produce for the internal or external client? Clarity upfront on quality standards will make it more likely that you get what you expect at each project milestone. By the way, even if you're delegating something simple, you can use these three standards effectively. Here's an example of how it could sound. Could you send me an Excel spreadsheet with a basic cost estimate for this proposal by Friday? It's not important that it's perfect. Just need a ballpark figure. Don't spend more than 30 minutes on it. That's it for something simple. You've defined, done, time, cost, quality, all of those in three sentences. Now, for a more complex project, that's going to take more time. That's where you're going to want to document all of this. So many employees would benefit greatly by having a clear one-page document from their manager on what the time, cost, and quality standards are for whatever work they're doing. Then they will know when the work they're doing is actually done. Now that you've defined what done looks like, you're ready to move forward with a delegation dialogue with your employee. That's the focus of the next lesson. It's interesting to me that so much of the work of managers is to define the work that others do, but that so often we forget to define the work we should be doing on ourselves. In the seven habits of highly effective people, Stephen Covey said, begin with the end in mind. That's just as important to do for ourselves as it is for others. When our academy cohorts begin, one of the first things that we do together is to draft a two to three year vision for what success looks like for each leader. And then we zero in on three focus areas from each person's vision to accelerate development on those specific skills for each leader during the academy. Our conversations, accountability, and commitments all focus on those three areas so we can help each member accelerate on what's most critical for them. If that kind of movement is important to you right now, you may want to consider the Academy. Applications just opened and you can find details and apply before Friday, September 9th at coachingforleaders.com academy. And if you want to access this audio course permanently, simply go to coachingforleaders.com to set up your free membership. Now that we have a framework for defining done, lesson three coming tomorrow is on what a delegation dialogue should look like. See you then.